In the fifth lesson, the protagonist in our story, the female protagonist, comes forward, the Virgin Mary. She's mentioned not by name in the book of Isaiah. It says a virgin will come forth, bear a child, but now in Luke chapter 1, we find out her name is Mary. She was almost, without doubt, a teenager, young people in the room. She was very young. She was a part of a Jewish resettlement in the northern part of the kingdom of Israel that had been conquered by foreign powers. If you know anything about modern Israel and the resettlement of the Jewish people into areas occupied by Palestinians, it's the same situation. She is legally engaged to a man probably older than her, her fiancé, Joseph. And to her comes a specific, unique role that she's to play in the great story of God, the redemption of all creation, to usher in this kingdom that we've been reading about and singing about. I'm struck by a few things in the account from Luke chapter 1. There are three things that get repeated two times in the passage. I don't know if you caught it or not, but twice the angel Gabriel tells Mary that she is greatly favored by God, meaning that she has God's grace upon her. Twice she's told that. Twice she reminds the angel that she's a virgin. And twice she is told that she will conceive a child of the Holy Spirit. What I take from that is a reminder that when God calls us to do things, He recognizes our limitations, but He always gives us His grace. I think that's applicable in our own lives. When God calls us to something, He knows more than we do our limitations, but He applies to us His grace. Mary is chosen to bear the child Jesus, who is the Savior of the world. His name in Hebrew was Yeshua or Joshua, which means God, my salvation. God becoming human, being born into our world to save us from sin and death. Mary was a descendant of King David. She was from royalty, and yet she was living as a poor peasant girl in a remote resettlement village in northern Israel. Like Mary, we have all fallen from the place of our birth. But Mary has promised that this child, Jesus, will be son of the Most High, popular way of referring to God, that he will inhabit the throne of his forefather David, the first Messiah, the King of Israel, and that his kingdom will have no end. Mary could not possibly understand what was in store for Jesus, that he would usher in his kingdom not through a military victory, but through giving his own life on the cross, substituting himself for us 
to atone for our sin, to restore humanity back into right relationship with God. But Mary was faithful to respond. I am the Lord's servant. Let it be unto me as is in your word, according to your word. On this fourth Sunday of Advent, Mary becomes the epitome of our model of what discipleship looks like. What surrendered obedience, what humble adoration of God looks like. To know that, that we are the Lord's servants, that we are his handmaidens and his male servants. We are those who serve at his call. Regardless of our status, regardless of our prestige or in our place in the world, before God we are all his humble servants. Let it be unto me. Paul McCartney got it wrong when he just said, let it be. That was not at all the Mary Mother's intent. Let it be unto me. Let your will be done, in other words, in my life. According to your word, according to what you've called me. I wonder as we prepare for Christmas and we think on the Virgin Mary and we meditate on this, the end of Advent, I wonder if we can examine Mary's model to us and see where we fall short. This time of the year, I spend a lot of time visiting our shut-ins, our elderly, those who know that they're nearing the very end of their lives. And it makes me contemplate what I will have to show for my life when I come before the Lord when this life is over. And I worry that rather than proclaiming I am the Lord's servant, I'm oftentimes too busy running around trying to master life. Maybe you do too. Whether, rather than letting it be according to the Lord's word, I am busy trying to control and coerce and manipulate and make life go the way I want it to. Maybe so are you. And lastly, rather than being quiet and hearing the word according to the Lord, oftentimes I'm too busy to hear his purpose. None of us is called to bear Jesus into the world. But we're all given a purpose and a work by God if we're quiet enough before him to hear it. I am the Lord's servant. Let it be to me according to your word. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.